Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. This is Magali, your host, and as always, super grateful that you've tuned in and decided to give this episode a listen. Um, It's still quarantine at this time that I'm recording this episode, but if you're listening at a later date and you want to learn how to work out from home, this information will still apply. But I'm specifically going to be reviewing how to make your at-home workouts work for you and give you results even when you're stuck at home and you don't really have access to equipment and then you can use this when you travel once all of this ends and we can travel again. Uh, Who knows when that'll be, right? Um, You can use these methods when you're in your hotel room or you just don't have access to a gym, you didn't make it before it closed, whatever the case may be. So yeah, like I was saying in this episode, I want to go over how to work out at home, but in a way that will actually get you results. Because here's the thing, there's a ton of at-home workouts right now. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google, you name it, it's there. Everything you could ever possibly need, you can find. Here's the issue though, is that a lot of these workouts don't have much thought into them. They don't have much customization. It's a random generic workout thrown together that Usually, its intention is to make you sweat and burn a lot of calories, but in reality, it's kind of a mess and it doesn't really do anything. And this is not to discourage you. This is not to say that it's better to do nothing than to do one of these workouts. Not at all. I'm just saying that if you're trying to get real results and you want to come out of this quarantine stronger, in better shape, and just in a better place you do want to have some kind of structure and some kind of routine. It can't be random. It can't be just something you do randomly with no structure and then change it up every single week. And I'll get into the specific like do's right now, but this is essentially what the problem is with most of these at-home workouts is they're not customized to you. They're not based on your body. They're not based on your goals, what you can do, where your injury history is, your anatomy. I mean, so many different things go into this, right? And that is essentially what a personal trainer does is that we take what workouts we know of and we've studied and experienced and we create a customized program for our clients. So I'm hoping that with the information I provide here, you can kind of do that for yourself. You know, pick and choose the workouts that you want to do and that you want to get stronger in. But more importantly, just make sure that it is planned and strategic. And I promise you, it's not that complicated. I know this sounds like it's a whole secret and a whole like crazy plan, but it's super simple. All you have to do is keep a couple things in mind. So that's what I'm going to go over today. So the first and foremost thing that I want to discuss is have fun. (laughs) It's so simple, but like, I'm serious. If you absolutely hate push-ups, like it makes you so incredibly miserable, don't do them. I know it's really popular and that's the one exercise like everyone is doing because anyone can do it anywhere, really. It's a very easy exercise to do, not easy to execute. It's a very hard one, but I'm saying anyone can do it, really. So everyone is programming that. 
but I honest to God, I fucking hate push-ups and I'm not going to do a goddamn push-up because I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> and I, I don't care. So if you don't enjoy your training, if you're not doing the things that you enjoy, if you want, if you don't like running, but you think that's what you should do because everyone's doing it, do the things that make you happy and are fun for you because you are way more likely to stick to it. Key here, long term. And that's what's going to be important to give us those results is sticking to a plan, right? Not doing something for two days and then falling off. Um, So don't do things that don't make you happy. Now, of course, there are things that you must do even though you don't feel like it. But I'm talking like as an overall rule, like looking at your training. If you're miserable every single day you go to work out and it's like such a grind and it feels like the hardest thing ever every single day with like no seconds of happiness, uh, then it's time to probably choose a different routine. I know that's a bit generalized, but I'm definitely going to go there and say that's probably the case. You probably need to find a different routine. So again, don't do things that make you miserable. Choose things that you would genuinely enjoy so that your workouts don't feel so hard and terrible. So that's the first thing. The second thing is we must have some sort of progressive overload going on. And let me explain what that term means. In the fitness community or in science community, this is the term that people use, progressive overload is doing more over time. And it's one of the main ways strength and muscle build. It's by having greater tension placed on the muscles over time. So for example, if you started doing 10 pound squats for three sets of 10, let's just stay super basic. If you did that for a whole year and never lifted any more weight, never tried any more reps, didn't increase the sets at all, you would actually go backwards because the muscles would get accustomed to that load and they would stop growing, they would stop trying, so and later on they're going to go down. They're going to stop even trying to uphold and maintain that. So you must be able to do more effort, more work over time to see results. And this is what a lot of workout at-home workouts don't tell you. They don't make this very clear because one can do the same routine for three, four, or five weeks and then get very frustrated because nothing else is happening. Well, it's because you're doing the exact same thing without changing anything. And that's a problem. Uh, Problem in the sense that you're not going to get the most out of it. So a way to do progressive overload, again, with the three sets of 10, 10 pound squats that I just talked about. So let's say with week one, you're going to start with 10 pounds doing three sets of 10. Awesome. Next week, let's try three sets of 15 at the same weight. And you were able to do that pretty well. Awesome. Now let's try three sets of 20 using the 10 pounds. Oh, those were challenging, but you got it done. When you get to three sets of 20 and you can complete that with relative ease and it's not that hard anymore, it's time to go up in weight. Now, this is where it gets tricky right now because a lot of you don't have extra weight, right? You're using basic dumbbells. Maybe some of you don't have anything at all. So that is the way progressive overload normally should look like um, if you had access to that equipment, but we don't. So this is what you should do instead. So you get whatever weight you have, you maximize it for three sets of 20, meaning you go up by about five each week if you can complete them with proper form, right? So week one, three sets of 10. Week two, three sets of 15. 
week three, three sets of 20, and you can complete it very well. Okay, well, you don't have a heavier weight. Now what do I do? Well, the good news is adding more weight isn't the only thing we can do to execute on progressive overload. We can also do adding more volume. So we increased the reps, right? That was increasing volume. What if we try four sets of 15 and then four sets of 20? That's a way of progressively overloading without having to add more weight. Now, that's, again, not the only way. There is another way, too. For example, with the squat, you typically go down pretty quickly and come up quickly, like about one or two seconds for each phase, up and down. If you go slow on the way down, so you count as you're lowering, five, four, three, two, one, that is placing more tension on the muscles. So you can do, once you've maximized four sets of 20, right? What if we do four sets of 20 with a five-second eccentric squat? And what eccentric basically means is the slowing down part, the, the, going, uh, the stretching part of an exercise, which in the squat, it's going down. Um, there's different, different exercises have different eccentric phases. It depends on the exercise, but in the squat, it's going down, uh, as you're lowering. So now you've done four sets of 20 at 10 pounds. Let's add five second lowering to each of those 20 reps. You're going to feel it. And that is going to be making progress because your muscles have to do more work over time. I hope this is making sense. Um, it's incredibly simple and you can use this principle without using any increases in weight for a while, for a couple months. You can find ways to make things more difficult so that you can make more progress and get better results. Again, something that at-home workouts don't typically talk about and they don't explain when they give you that routine. So that's a couple ways to progressively overload and this is essential to build muscle. It is not an option. It is not whether you want to or not. This, If you want to build a booty, if you want to build your arms and define them and gain strength, you must follow progressive overload. It is just part of the, pro- the process and um, you do not have to add more and more weight every time to make that kind of progress. So good news is you don't need more weight. Bad news is it never gets easier. <laughs> it doesn't get harder. I, I mean, it definitely gets harder, but you're able to adapt and you're stronger. So it's easier in that sense. But the workouts themselves should never feel easy because if they do, that's when it's time to go up in intensity, okay? So progressively overloading as much as possible week by week. The third thing that I want to talk about is creating a plan. And what do I mean by that? We've all heard if you don't, if you plan to fail, wait, no, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail, all that kind of stuff. And it's like an overused cliche statement and I even hate hearing it sometimes. But it's true. It is so incredibly true, especially with training and especially at home when you're limited with equipment. You have to be smart about it. And this plan looks different for everybody. I'm going to give you a couple of examples, but know that you can choose either one of these and any of any of them will work if you're keeping it fun if you're progressively overloading and then I'm going to talk about another one after this one but so for instance five days a week you work out right that can be three full body days every other day because whenever you work out muscles you want to give them about a day of rest that is a smart idea to do and then the two days in between Tuesday Thursday you go on a run or you go on a walk or you rest you just want to you or you like do something very yoga stretching whatever Anything that you want to do, anything fun for you, a sport. 
that's one way. Um, if you want to resistance train five days a week, we can't do a full body days every day because that's going to be a lot to handle. So, and we want to give the body time to recover. So what we'll do instead is we'll do an upper lower split. So Monday we'll do lower, Tuesday we'll do upper, Wednesday lower, Thursday upper, Friday lower, and if you wanted to add a sixth day, that would be upper. And now you have a day-by-day schedule to stick by. If you only have the three days, like I said, three full body workouts every other day. If you have four days, upper, lower, upper, lower, or two full body, two cardio. Have a structure that you follow so that it's not random, so that it's not all over the place, so that you know every day of the week what you're going to be doing. Because one, you're going to adhere better to that. There's a plan. You just do it. And then it will be it will allow you to create that structure to see those results. Whereas if you're doing random stuff all the time, you won't know what to progress. You won't know what to do because you don't even know what you did yesterday because it was random. But if you know everything, creating that plan, figuring out what workouts you're going to do in each of those days and writing it down on your notebook or in your calendar, whatever method works for you, that's going to allow you to accurately, progressively overload. So keep track of your sets. Keep track of your reps. What is your rest time? What weight did you use, if any? How did it feel? How was your form? All of these things are very important to keep track of. Is it a little bit of extra work? Yes. But guess what? That extra work is going to pay off and you're going to get better results because of it. So it's a fair trade, in my opinion to put a little bit more effort into the planning of your workout so that you get more out of it. Because let's be honest, you guys, let's just be fucking honest. We know working out is great for health and I do it for that. Of course, that is my main reason at this point. But I also want to look good. I also want to get the most out of it because it's wasting time. It's time that I am putting out aside for that one thing that I can't really do anything else with. I could be working out. I mean, I can be uh, working. I can be cleaning. I can be doing other stuff, but I have to dedicate this one or two hours to working out. I'm going to make the most out of it. I'm going to get the most out of that workout. So you should too because we're busy and even in quarantine, some people are still working. You still have shit to do. You want to make the most out of it. So creating that plan and knowing what you're going to be doing is super important to make sure that happens for you. Okay. And the last thing that I want to discuss is repetition and keeping it simple. It's very easy to feel like we have to switch things up for no reason, that we need to shock our body and introduce new stuff. But that couldn't be further from the truth. What builds true lasting results and true strength is repeating the same things over and over again, just changing the volume or or implementing progressive overload, making them slightly harder. But at the end of the day, you should be repeating pretty much every week what you're doing like it shouldn't be something completely new and out of the blue every week because again our body needs that consistent stimulus that progressive overload and that only happens if you're doing the same exercise just making it more difficult so for example if you do let's say you're doing the five days a week right three full body days two cardio days on your full body days you're doing squats right uh let's say day one you're doing three times 10, 10 pound squats, three sets of 10. Um, On Wednesday, you're going to do the slow one. So three times 10, five second eccentric. And then on Friday, you're going to do four sets of 20. This is just random examples. I'm not saying to do this specific thing, but just as an example. So the next week on the Monday of the second week, 
you should be doing three sets of 10 squats with maybe a little more weight or add a couple more reps or add an extra set. On Wednesday, when you do the five-second lowering squats, maybe add an extra weight if you can, or maybe add an extra set, or maybe do a couple more reps. But the principle is to do the same thing over and over again. And that is what's going to result in your body adapting to those things and giving you those results. Because if you're doing many different things like all over the place, your body's not going to know what to focus on, what to build, what to actually allocate its resources to. So by doing the same exercises week by week and just focusing on progressively overloading, you're going to get a lot more out of that. And that's pretty much all you have to do to make your at-home workouts great. And um, back to the repeating the same workout every week, I mean, you can change it up every four to six weeks if you're bored of it, if you're not really getting any more out of the workouts, if you're not really having any more fun, if you just want to try something new. That is absolutely okay. But making sure that in that period of four to six weeks, you are progressively overloading and keeping things simple and just repeating and repeating so that you can get used to them and build that muscle and that strength. So just a quick recap, at-home workouts are great, you guys, and you should be doing them. I know people who have been going to the gym just don't think it's worth it. You absolutely can build muscle with very little weight if you know what you're doing. And this has been proven many times, especially for people who are beginners or more coming back from a break because your body is open to that adaptation. It wants to change because it's it's new to it, right? It's taking it all in and it's making changes. So if you're a beginner and you're feeling discouraged because the gyms are closing, you can't really do anything, this is a perfect opportunity for you to work out and get stronger in the comfort of your own home. I know it's not the same. I know it's hard to get motivated. Trust me. I know. But... If you look at it from a place of I can make really good progress right now, I just have to get my my head in the game and do it right. That's a really good thing because you can make great progress even if you're not in the environment that you think you need like the gym and having a ton of weights. So it is possible, but you have to keep it fun. Make sure you're progressively overloading, meaning you're doing more work over time. You have a plan that you're following so you know what you're doing and you're repeating workouts every week to ensure that you're getting stronger and better and better at them and then if you want to switch it up because you're bored or you want to try something new give it four to six weeks or switch something if, if it's not working right away but give yourself some time to get that adaptation and to make progress first before you start switching shit around and please don't do jump squats for the love of god you guys those are so not ineffective they look if you're an athlete and you know how to do this right and you are, and or maybe you enjoy them and you do them with great form, do you. I'm not saying no one should ever do these, but I'm talking about the beginners who want to build leg muscle, who want to build strength, or just people who want to do that in general, not necessarily beginners. Jump squats have such a high injury risk and they're very hard to execute for so many reps. Like people do 20, 30 reps of these and I wouldn't do more than 10 because my knees would start hurting even if I did it perfectly fine. Because these are really hard on your joints. There's a lot of pressure on the knees. It's just not a good idea. So instead, figure out a squat variation that you can do the five-second lowering, that you can make harder by adding more weight, something a little bit more, a little less high impact. Um, And just be careful. If you choose to do them regardless, that's that's your prerogative. You do you. You know what works best for you. This might not apply to you, but I'm saying for the overwhelming majority, I just would not recommend those. 
So that is how you make at-home workouts effective. I know it's really hard to stay motivated right now because the gym is is was my safe space and full transparency, I have a full gym at home and it isn't the same. And I'm very aware how grateful I am to have it. I am very aware of that, but it still is very hard for me to get motivated and do anything. So I, I understand that feeling that you guys have, but it's that or not doing anything. And we know how that feels. That doesn't feel good. That doesn't feel empowering. That doesn't feel great when you know you can do something and you're not doing it. So I hope that this episode brought you some value in the sense of how to program your at-home workouts and make the most out of them and continue making progress. And I hope it makes you feel confident that you can do that because you can. And even if you've been an avid gym goer for a while, you still can maintain progress and even make some gains again if you do it right. I have my email in the show notes. If you have any questions or any feedback about the episodes, some subjects you want to cover, please feel free to email me there. Go ahead and follow me on Coach on Instagram at Coach Magali Ramirez. I post workout tutorials, nutrition advice, all kinds of cool stuff there. So if you want to learn more about that, go ahead and check that out. Also will be linked in the show notes. And I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope it helped. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode or the show in general, I'd greatly appreciate a five-star review on the iTunes app or Spotify. It's now on Spotify. Yay! Um, If you did feel that it was five-star worthy, of course. But that will be it. I hope you guys enjoy your the rest of your day and that you're doing well. And I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Take care of everybody.